Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. Last dance for the Baylor Bears and the Texas Longhorns. Hi, everybody. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements. Welcome to the End Zone Club on KLBJ, part of Sports Saturday as we broadcast live from Dirty Martin's Place on Guadalupe, your place to watch Longhorn football have great drinks and great food. We got all the games on the TV, soon to have the Texas Longhorns and Baylor, also Ohio State and Notre Dame, and all the other great games. The End Zone Club, proudly brought to you by Dirty Martin's Place, Howie Breen and Herman, attorneys at law, Plains Capital Bank, Covert and Bastrop, closed today but open tomorrow, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, S&B Amusements, and by Delaware Subs tomorrow, Peter Dembski and all... Uh, the Delaware folks, uh, folks have the two-for-one Philly cheesesteak with NFL games all day long. Ben, uh, mm-hmm. Texas and Baylor, uh, you just watched West Virginia and Texas Tech. Texas Tech mounting a ferocious comeback. What happened at Morgantown? Tech didn't play well. That's what happened. And they lost? And they lost. They, they Quarterback got knocked out early, ankle injury. They brought in Morton, and they just couldn't. They couldn't put up a contest. So but they had a chance at the they end. They had a chance. Fourth and ten on the ten-yard line. Tip ball. Game over. Let's start with the positive, or let's start with a, a throwback. I, I'm going to start this with a question, Pop. Okay. Texas has now entered conference play. The end of Big 12 after the season. What game are you going to miss most of the Big 12 games? The what game will I miss most of the Big 12 games? I will say I will miss... Texas and Texas Tech. Yeah. Because uh, I I think, and our late friend Bill Little said this many years ago, that Texas Tech was much like Texas with their thoughts about all things. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to miss Tech, but but then by the same token, I'll miss TCU. Yeah. I'll miss Baylor. I won't miss Houston. I won't because Houston's kind of well, been uh, out of the equation. But I'll, I'll, yeah. I, will li- I will miss probably Tech most. But uh, TCU and Baylor run a great second and third team. Yeah, and I agree. Texas Tech all miss most. But also, I'm going to miss a team that Texas has already played their last contest against. That's Oklahoma State. Yeah. I'm going to miss that game. Yeah. It was always a terrifying game going to Stillwater. We knew it was going to be a challenge. Crazy, spooky, scary things happen in Stillwater. But it was a (laughs) hell of a game every single year. You knew that when we played, when the Horns went to Stillwater, and it was around Halloween. It'd be at 7 o'clock. You knew that their fans, their students would be 10 yards behind the bench running amok. That was always a fun game to me. Well, it's not so scary anymore up in Stillwater, Oklahoma State. Iowa State uh, leads by 14 with four minutes to play at Iowa State over Oklahoma State, 34-20. to 20. Other scores from the conference, Oklahoma over Cincinnati, 20-6. to 6. Rah-rah, TCU over SMU, 34-17. And Kansas will be in Austin next Saturday at 2.30, uh, defeat B, uh, BYU 38-27. And what Ben just mentioned, West Virginia holds on by the air of their chinny-chin-chin to defeat Tech 2013. Man, we got some special guests here at our end zone club table at Dirty Martins, our great friend Tim Taylor, Mr. Longhorn, who has a great newsletter every week, and the number one Southern Cal fan in all of Austin. <laughs> His name is Walt Makovorsky from KITV, the lead anchor for KI. Fellas, welcome to our broadcast area. This is the Mac Brown table here at Dirty Martin's Place. Mac Brown, I visited with Mac earlier this week, wished him well. This is his table. Tim, how are you doing? Good to see you, buddy. Good, Ed. Thanks for having me on, Ben. Good to see you. Walt. Good to see you here. Fight Good on. Here. Fight on. You know, speaking of Mac Brown's table, 
looking at the schedules for USC and Texas, wouldn't it be a treat if they met together in a big game at the end of the season? That, at, that our, would be. We, we could run the table, both of us. I'm Absolutely. always scared about two games, Colorado and UCLA. Well, you've got Colorado next week. You don't have much of a... I don't you, think you should be too scared right now. Yeah, I, I think that was resolved today. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We learned what, the, what their true colors are, and it is... Bless their hearts. Great. Forty-two to six was a final in uh, Eugene, Oregon, over Colorado. Your team, USC, plays Arizona State at nine thirty p.m. A mere thirty-four point favorites. This Pac-12. Good gosh. Utah wins today over UCLA. Washington is good. Uh, a lot of great teams. Washington's in the, real good. A lot of great teams in the Pac-12. There. Yeah, and you know, talk about missing games. Uh, I went to the Stanford game a couple weeks ago and. They always give us trouble. Um, we look great against them. We just really killed them. But um, that's a game I'm going to miss because they could always mess it up for us like Oklahoma State. Yeah. Know? So that will be sad. Tim, Baylor, Texas for the final time. You've been to a ton of games in Waco as I have. ton of games here. My first game at the stadium was, I hate to say it, was Do it. in 1963, Texas-Baylor. I was a young child of eight years old. Baylor's had a special place in my heart for the big rivalry. Your thoughts on the final game with the Fighting Baylor Bears? Well, it's a, it's you know it's been a great series the last few years. It was not much of a series for the first seventy-five or so till we kind of evened it up. <laughs> no, really, uh, it, it was fairly one lopsided from nineteen oh one. By the way, that nineteen oh one game after I sent my newsletter out, I got an email this morning Friday this morning from Carlotta McLean. Guess who quarterbacked the Texas Longhorns in 1901? No, no clue. Came <laughs> William up. P. McClain, great-great-grandfather of our friend Bill McClain. Wow. No is that, that is yeah. great. So, anyway, cool thing. So, it's a great series, Did obviously. Did you see that game, Matt? No, I, I missed that game. <laughs> thanks. He bet on it, though. Yes, I bet. Texas he did bet on yes. the 1901 game. But, uh, but it, you know, it's, it's, it's been a historically great series. It's, you know, the, Baylor, the oldest school in Texas. I mean, there's so much, so many storylines. But in the last decade, it's been fairly evenly matched. I think tonight is going to be different. I think Texas is going to go out and show us who we really are and put a whipping on them. Well, you know, they've been playing down to the opponents. Rice in the first week, Wyoming last week. We know Baylor. Had a great game against Utah, uh, one of the powerhouses of your conference, Walt, yeah. the Pac-12. I don't know what Baylor team's going to show up tonight. It's at night in Waco, which kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. But yeah. I just think flat-out Texas has better players. Well, that's that's a given. I'm, I'm excited to see two things. A, this is going to be the first taste of texas the opposing fans, opposing Big 12 fans getting their last shot at Texas. I'm really excited to see the uh, the atmosphere and the booing and the yelling and the signs. Also, I'm excited to see the referees tonight. I'm excited to see the officiating. We all know what happened before the season yeah. with the Big 12 commissioner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see if it's a little lopsided. Let's see where the calls go tonight. Well, let me tell you what. Tim was at the game. I was at the game. It was Grant Taft's final game, I believe, in Waco against the Texas Longhorns, against the Longhorns and John Makovic. The fix was in. I, I, I will Absolutely, say this really. to my dying day. That was the worst called game I've ever seen, and every call went Baylor's Baylor's yeah. way in that game. And it was just it was obvious that the conference wanted Grant to have to win his final game. No question about it. And, and I've got my own opinions that I probably shouldn't share publicly. Do about. it? No, no, no. <laughs> Do it. Hey, Do it. hey, Trish, we want, we we're not even know. live right now. This is just no, us talking. Nothing. Oh, this is just us talking. Just, 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 just between me and you. <laughs> well, well, I, I I think that there are some. I used to think there was subconscious bias. 
I, I, I think there's bias now, and I think I, I think I wrote in here, I said tonight we will know what's going to happen the rest of the year with the Big 12 referees. Bingo. When, when Texas has a questionable holding or pass interference call, when it's that kind of judgment mm-hmm. call yeah. goes against us, and if all those judgment calls go for Baylor, we're, that's going to set the tone for the season, yeah. and we're going to know how it's going to be. Oh, they're going to mount up, and I, I, I agree with you, Tim. I agree. Yeah, well, what makes me nervous is that the coach said – he was approached several times this week in his press conference saying, this is the only game I want you to win. If you lose every other game, it doesn't matter. You've got to beat Texas. Yep. yep. And there will be a lot of that all season long. Yeah. And I, I completely agree. What will it take, guys, for probably the Texas fans and maybe the NCAA to start keeping a close eye out on these offici- officials? I don't know if they can do anything, man. I think it's just a conference deal. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Yarmok said in Lubbock uh, about a month and a half ago, I'll be down in Austin for the Thanksgiving yeah. game. Now, the, the luster is somewhat off that game now unless Tech really writes their ship because Tech is headed for a really disastrous season because they're not supposed to lose at West Virginia no. the way they finished last year. Yeah. Now, Tim, you wanted to talk about what was the most important thing you took out of today's activity with yeah, the Big so 12? Yeah, thanks. I- I want to talk just momentarily about the uh, Oklahoma-Cincinnati game. Mm-hmm. And and here's the deal. Y'all may – you know Jimmy Yerhausen? Sure. So Jimmy went to Miami of Ohio, and so I became a follower of Miami of Ohio for, for very good reasons. And Miami beat Cincinnati last week. They did. And Oklahoma went into Cincinnati, who lost to the Mac, Maction Miami Redhawks, mm-hmm. and – I'm not going to say they struggled. They did but, struggle. But they, so Dylan Gabriel had another great day. Dylan threw for 322 yards and a touchdown. Their leading rusher was 63 yards, Marcus Major. Dylan had 23. They rushed for 103 yards against Cincinnati, who lost to Miami. Mm-hmm. So to me, this, there may be some question about Oklahoma. I thought they were way better. I think that was the most important game for what I see as the biggest game on the Texas schedule. It always is emotionally, but I thought – for football reasons, uh, the Red River shootout was going to be the most important game. And now I'm convinced that it, we're still going to have a great game. It's still going to decide the conference, who's going to play in Arlington. But I think Oklahoma showed that they've got some weaknesses. You know, uh, Tim, that's been a trend. Let's look back to the last week. The trend has been the elite teams, slow starts. Look at last week, Georgia, slow start. Mm-hmm. Look at Alabama. Florida, look at Florida State Florida State, State Alabama, yeah. slow start. Texas. Slow starts. We're seeing it again this week with we Alabama. Very, sure. very slow start. Well, uh, I was happy about that, though. Yes, that's that's good. <laughs> but we hope it doesn't it doesn't continue tonight with Texas. Right. Slow sure. start, but that has kind of been the the theme here. And I wonder why. I, I don't know. It's I, ironically last year Texas started the game so fast, right? Yeah. Quickly, and then they, as Steve Sarkeesian said, that we went in our lulls. They had lulls in the second half against Oklahoma State at Tech, against TCU. So, I don't know. We need to take a quick break. After this break, more uh, from Dirty Martin's Place, your place to watch Longhorn Sports tonight. Tim Taylor's with us, Walt Makovorsky of KITV. Uh, We've got all the games on tonight, the Longhorns and Baylor. Penn State uh, is playing. they got a whiteout in Happy Valley. Uh, They're playing the Iowa Hawkeyes and much, much more. We'll return with more from Dirty Martin's Place on the End Zone Club right after this. Welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements. We're live from Dirty Martin's Place. Great place to see Longhorn football tonight, Longhorns and Baylor. 
in about 20 minutes or so from Waco at Drayton McLean Stadium right there on Interstate 35. Chip and Joanna will be there. I'm so excited. <laughs> My friends Chip and Joanna. You know who Chip and Joanna are, Ben? No. You, you Good know. for you. I'm proud of you. They're going to remodel the stadium after the game. Yeah. One of your 70s references, Pop. No. You can't keep doing this. They're on television every week. What's that show called, Walt McElroy? Fixer Upper. The Fixer oh. Uppers. They're there, yeah. They're big okay. Baylor fans. It's about remodeling homes. You'd love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our show proudly brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman, Attorneys at Law. Why? Plains Capital Bank. Thank you, Paul Hall. You Beck. Covert and Bastrop. Rocks and the guys were closed yesterday but open tomorrow at 11 a.m. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, all your Longhorn gear. Pokey Joe's Barbecue, great Texas barbecue tonight. Get it now mm-hmm. before the game. S&B Amusements, if you need a pinball machine repaired, jute box repaired, it's Steve and the great folks at S&B Amusements. And by Delaware Subs, no baloney there. Two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow. It's yep. a great deal. Go visit Pete Ademski. See the great pictures of our friend Jerry Sizemore at Delaware Subs. Join. Uh, by Tim Taylor and Walt Makovorsky, Texas and Baylor in just a little bit. Tim, I know you got to go, but I want to know, what is your biggest key for a Longhorn victory tonight in Waco? I think it's going to be whether or not we can get out, not whether or not. we got to establish the running game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Baylor's weak against the run. They're 106th overall. They're 102nd in both yards given up and yards per attempt against them, they don't have a good run defense. And so I think Texas has got to get out there. We saw what Jonathan Brooks can do. He was the number one power five running back in forced missed tackles last week, uh, 10 missed tackles forced. We got Brooks. We got Baxter back. We got Blue and Savion Red. We got we have a great running back core, and we got to get out there, and the line's got to play well, and we got to push them up the line and run the ball. I want to see Quinn Ewers play like he did against Alabama. It seemed to me last week he was a little tentative, and then you yeah. learned by talking to some folks he was a little tense last week before the game yeah. with Wyoming. No, yeah, I, I, I think I can say it. We, we, I did sit, sit behind his family uh, last week, and – Strangely enough, they said that he was more nervous last week than he was against Alabama. I don't know if it was a, you know, you feel free because it's such a unknown being in, in, in at Alabama than being in Austin in front of your friends and family. But he, they said he was more nervous last week huh. than he was against Alabama. I think it showed with those first three passes. Yeah. yeah. And I think, Pop, when you say that, you want to see Quinn kind of not be as tentative. You want to see the long ball. It's the yeah. sexiest playing football. You want to see him throw the long ball like he did against the, the Chicks Tide. Chicks dig it. Chicks dig it. <laughs> Chicks yeah. dig they do, they do dig it. And, yeah. But when he has the long ball, he has everything else because that, that opens up the entire field for Jonathan Brooks, for the, for, you know, the, the five and outs, for his slant. If you have the long ball, you have the game, in my opinion. When you connect, though, when yours connect, the whole team confidence changes. Yeah. It ramps up. They start in this whole net another gear that you saw in Alabama, and I was so frustrated last week. What happened? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it was a normal letdown. But you know, and Wyoming is not that big of a pushover. They beat, they beat Tech. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't that hold its weight. No, good lord. <laughs> Tech's now lost three games. And by the way, Tech lost to West Virginia. Uh, Tim, let me ask you. I know Ben will jump on me for looking ahead, but as you go. look ahead, what is the game? I know you talked about OU. Is there another team or teams that go, wow, Texas well, has got to perform? I mean, I, I, I like what Ben said. I mean, Kansas, Jalen Daniels is a real deal. Yeah. And had they not won as well as they beat a bigger game than they did today, I wouldn't have been concerned. I think 
every game is a big game this year, Ed. I think every game in the conference is going to be huge, especially the road games. But I think I think that we got to win tonight, beat Kansas, and then go see what happens in Dallas. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm always, you know, my biggest game is always OU. It's my favorite game of the year. It's my favorite day of the year. Yeah. Corny dogs, wax paper cut <laughs> beers for breakfast. At 10 o'clock. This is coming from a married man. He takes OU over his, his anniversary from everything. Uh. You haven't been – you're just engaged. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait 30 years. <laughs> Trust me, Ben. I'm sure she has a corny dog with him. But it's just, it's, just, it's just one of those games. But look you know, look at BYU. BYU lost today at Kansas, but BYU beat Arkansas. That's Steve Sarkeesian's old team. Right. That's where he was a Sark great quarterback play. for Brigham Young. Oh, he was. Hey, so I, I just fear that, you know, I fear them all. I want to throw this out there for all y'all. I mentioned it first segment. How much of a – an effect will the crowds have? Honestly, on, on Texas, how, how, how much of an effect will it have? You mean the embrace the hate stuff in terms of like Yeah. I mean, tonight, Baylor. Horns you, down. You know these, these students are going to be absolutely nuts. Yeah. Going to Oklahoma, it's, it's, always a, it's always hectic. How much an effect will it have? I don't think it's as much as we think. I think, they, yeah. I think this team is focused. I think they're part of what I think is going to be a renaissance for Texas athletics yeah. generally the next few years, and I think they're focused on the on the goal. And I, I, I really think we got a shot to play on January 8th. Yeah. Man, I don't think a bunch of pimply-faced Baptists <laughs> in Waco tonight will be in. They, they, they won't be as intimidating as those crazies yeah. at Alabama. And I'm not knocking pimply-faced students at Baylor. Yeah. But it's they, Texas won at Alabama. Yeah. They won at Alabama, so I just don't think playing in Waco. And, again, one other thing. Art Bryles is not coaching over there. Kendall Bryles was not doing anything over there. They used to be really, really good, and now I think Baylor is exceedingly average. Yeah. So I don't think there's going to be an intimidation factor. Well, you know, interesting enough, we mentioned Kansas a little while ago. I think the Big 12, you know, there's been a big talk. Who's going to take over the Big 12? Texas and OU has owned it for forever. Who's going to be the next man up? Who's going to be, you know, the leader in the clubhouse every year? Kansas is putting on a, a hell of a show to, wild. to be the, 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 the team. But you know why? It's money. Yeah. David Booth poured all that money in there. They named yeah. the field after him. Texas Tech is raising huge amounts of money. They're the trying. Right the frackers. The and, frackers. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and where does David Booth live? Austin, in Texas. Austin, yeah. Texas. <laughs> but, but the schools they're going to pour that kind of money in yeah. are going to be the ones that rise to the top. And I, I really think – I don't think Kansas is going to be a long-term player in football. They'll, they'll be great. But I, I think, I think the, the, the Big 12 after we're gone, I think it's going to be Tech. Next year. <laughs> See, I, I, my, 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 heart, my heart agrees, but my brain is saying Oklahoma State. I know they don't have the most money. NIL is not going to be what it is and, in Stillwater. And, and what Boone it is Pickens in is dead. God and love Boone, Boone Pickens. is no longer but Oklahoma, scrappy for sure. Oklahoma State has the historical dominance. Not dominance, but they have the program. They're good. I don't know the last time they won a national championship, but they're always that scary team, at least for Texas. So the question will remain probably until – Week one of conference play next year, but I mean that in the portal. I mean, yeah, how aggressive are they going to get there? And, yeah, you know that'll be a game changer. But Kansas is making a name for themselves, and even even though Colorado got their asses whooped today, they're building something there. They're joining next year. Deion Sanders, he's up to something. He, Deion's got something working. He's got something working. Yeah. So it's the question will remain for a long time: who will be the big man on campus yeah. for the Big Twelve? Tim, I want your thoughts because. 
you and I love the Southwest Conference. We love the Big 12. And now Texas goes to the SEC with Oklahoma next year. I got mixed feelings, to be honest with you. It's going to be a challenge, but your thoughts on Texas going to the SEC? And I'm so excited about it. I think it's just a great opportunity. Um, you know, I've talked about it for years. I think college football has changed. I, I don't like the concept of two super conferences forming whatever the future is. I, I, I'd like to see it a, big, a bigger 64-72 team super conference. But for us to be in that talk and be competing, we need to be in the SEC. I think it's going to be a good fit. And you know what? I'm ready to play the Aggies again. Oh, I love man. that game. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be it, it. It's going to be so exciting. I know I asked Steve Sarkeesian about, you know, will you, will you, you think Baylor will be on the schedule or Tech or TC? He said, you know, I don't, he didn't think so because you're going to make somebody mad. But at least we get the Aggies back yeah. and every year. Hopefully we'll have the Aggies and OU and Arkansas, yep. and maybe we can have Tech every now and then or TCU or Baylor every well, now and then. Well, you know, it's then. funny. These players that are going to be playing next year, A&M and, and Texas, they don't even know. They don't know this rivalry. They were all probably seven seven years old That's last well, time yeah. Texas and A&M yep. played. They don't, it's the fans that are itching for this game. They don't know the grace, greatness of Case McCoy, do they? No, they do not. <laughs> the greatness of Case McCoy. I can't wait Sweet for Case. Come back. Oh, <laughs> well, that's going to be fun, but it's, it, it is going to be great to have that back. And also, Ed, just I don't, I don't mean to insult Lawrence, Kansas and Lubbock, Texas, but you know what? Where we're going to be playing in the SEC is going to be fun. We're going to be in at Florida, we're going to be between the hedges playing Georgia. Yeah, Tennessee. We're going to be in Death Valley playing Louisiana State. Tim, thank you for being with us. I know you got to go. Uh, we'll have more here from Dirty Martin's Place. Walt, can you stick around a few more minutes yeah, there, USC sure, boy? Mr. Anchorman, <laughs> we'll do that. This is the End Zone Club live from Dirty Martin's Place. Longhorns and Baylor set to start in just a little bit. We'll be back with more here on News Radio 590 KLBJ. Back on the End Zone Club live from Dirty Martin's Place at Clements and Ben Clements, our special guest, Walt McAvorsky from KI Television. He's the number one Southern Cal fan in all of Austin. His Trojans <laughs> face the only. one of the Arizona school, Arizona State tonight. Arizona State, yeah. And that's in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, your team is favored by 35 points tonight. Yeah, 45-10. 45-10. Caleb Williams, of course, the reigning Heisman Trophy candidate, will go. And, of course, the, the friend of Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, as well. Playing tonight as well, and not playing tonight, coaching tonight as well. Hey, well, you know the the, the, uh, the joke that that Pop has been saying for at least twenty eight years since I've been live. Yeah, what? he always says the joke he has the face for radio, and I've started <laughs> adopting that too. And meanwhile, we're sitting by you, who has the face for television. You're really making us feel bad right well, now. You know, you I didn't really put are. my makeup on. Well, you, 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 you're, you're look, making us feel real bad right look now. Look like a million dollars. He's a star. There's he, a reason we're in radio. He married, and you're doing what you do. He married a much younger woman here, as we see his lovely wife, I, Kim. I'll kick my coverage. Uh, I'll sure. kick the coverage. But Texas and Baylor set to begin in just a moment. It's just going to be fun to see because yeah. we all know of nightmares in in Waco. Don't start first. Well, you start I'm just gonna looking ahead to Kansas. I'm going to get perspective. Then you say the nightmare. Word. What are you listen, doing? I'm, what I'm doing, I'm just giving perspective, Ben. I was in Waco in 1980 when Texas and Rick McIver should have scored on the first play of the game. Uh-huh. Texas loses that game. The Art Bryles years when when uh, Baylor would defeat Texas. The 1974 we knew game. what was going on in Waco those times. Yeah, of course, Baylor was winning those years. Wacky players. But it's, I'm, I'm just saying things happen, even though we all know yeah. Baylor is an inferior team this year to the Texas Longhorns. Yeah. 
But like you said earlier, it's playing up and playing down. Yeah. Is yeah. Texas going to steamroll, or are they going to stay in there till the fourth quarter and try to pull it out again? That's the key, I think, because you don't want Baylor to be hanging around in the fourth quarter. You don't want yep. that to – you want this thing to be over right at halftime or in the third quarter. And, you know, I hate to be arrogant to you Baylor fans, but quite frankly, Texas has so much more depth. They've got the offensive and defensive line uh, to, able to be able to go a long, long way. You know, another thing also, Texas has more at stake here. Number three in the country, the, the highest rating they've had since 2009, there is a lot riding on not just this game, but every game moving forward. The yeah. whole season and the transition to the SEC, yep. that's why the bench strength is so important. And if they lose for any big amount of games this season, that's going to be a loss for Texas. Yeah. They've, they've got to run the table, really. And they can't screw up. We saw last week, Ben, Florida State have a tough time against Boston College today. Florida State really uh, righted the ship. They won on the road at Clemson, a hard yeah. place. Huh. Florida State won in overtime. 31 to 24. Texas needs just to keep pace and keep yeah. going to keep that number three because it is perception with the national voters. It's perception. Yeah. You know, they've got to be they've got to be undefeated. Now we're about to see this. Here are the Baylor students. You know what's funny, Pop? This is wacky. This look at this. This well, is where the Baylor students run, run to the run to the stands. You know, Pop. That was wacky. This, Baptist. this reminds me of the old Jim Valvano survive in advance. I uh-huh. think I think for Steve Sarkeesian and the Longhorns. They've had a signature win in Tuscaloosa. From here on out, besides Oklahoma, which will be a that'll be a, a heavyweight match. Oh, yeah. Survive in advance, and they know that. Yeah. With a signature win on the road against the the dominant, you know, dynasty, you just need to win. There's what are they saying? Golf pop? No pictures in the scorecard. There's no pictures on the score. At this point, yeah. there's no pictures in the scorecard. Just yeah. go and get a victory. Well, let's talk about the rest of the Big Twelve. We got some finals. Kansas over Brigham Young. Kansas plays in Austin next week. Uh, it was Oklahoma over Cincinnati 20-6. to Texas gets OU in two weeks. TCU, the team that played in the national championship, won today over SMU 34-17. West Virginia hands Tech. I will call this a devastating loss. 20-13. Yeah. Joy McGuire's team goes down. Iowa State over Oklahoma State 2017. Playing right now, K-State hosting University of Central Florida and Sam Houston at Houston uh, in, in Big 12 play. Boy, Houston oh, man. really, really oh. needs a victory. And Sam Houston is not bad. That's no, they're not. the thing. Sam Houston is not bad, but Dana Holgerson needs a win in the very worst way. He yeah. lost to the Rice Owls. He lost to TCU badly last week. Nationally, Alabama righted the ship. I say that. They won yeah. last week, but they win 24-10 to against Ole Miss. Uh, it's underway in uh, South Bend, Ohio State at Notre Dame. Walt, talk about that game because your team, Southern Cal, plays Notre Dame every stinking year. That's Southern Cal and Notre Dame. It's a great, that is great, a great game. game. That's one game that I really always wanted to get to. Um, but, you know, in South Bend, they're hard to beat. If they're, if they're doing well, they're hard to beat. Home, home I, I'm pretty confident. But, right. Uh, and you, they're such a wild card. You never know. With Notre Dame. This is a this is a benchmark game, I think, for Notre Dame because if Notre Dame loses this game, people are going to say the same thing. Well, there's there's they're, you know, there's still Notre Dame. They can't get over the hump. And if they lose tonight, they're going to face your team. Is that game in? I think it's here. It's I in Austin. They're no, going to play Notre Dame <laughs> in Austin. Yeah, it's a first. <laughs> yeah, it's in LA. You think? I think it's in LA. Okay, yeah, but that's the, it's a it's a big harbinger for. 
for Notre Dame and Ohio State by the same token. Ben, no, I, it's at Notre Dame. Oh, it's at Notre Dame. Ooh, yeah, a little different. Yeah. 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 I think it's the same thing for Ohio State, Ben, because yeah. Ohio State has to keep pace and win because they have visions of national championships, and their big roadblocks are basically two games, Penn State yeah. and uh, Michigan later in the year. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I want to ask you guys this. You know, uh, we mentioned last segment how – there's been a lot of the, the elite teams, the top five teams that have had slow starts to games where they, they do end up getting the ultimate victory. Is there a clear number one right now? You know, I say uh, that I say that because what we see from Georgia last week, we saw a struggle they, for a yeah. victory. We they, saw the Horns struggle for a victory. Florida State today struggled for a victory. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Michigan has been, they've looked great. I, I don't think there's a dominant team right now because last week, and you brought up Georgia, their quarterback, I promise you, Quinn Ewers is better than the Georgia quarterback. So is Malik Murphy. So is Arch Manning. And so is Charles Wright. Well, that's a bold yeah. statement. So that's, it's a true statement, I think. But okay. Georgia is just so good. They can win in different ways, Walt. I, I think the realignment has all of these teams so focused on next year. Yeah, They know they have to do really well this year to make a statement going into their new conference. But there's so much focus, and they say it's only game per game. I'm not going to look ahead. Um, but but that's that's been a thing for Texas, too. They're focused on the SEC. They're yeah. rebuilding. They're getting bench strength. They look great. But they got to really focus on Baylor. Then they got to focus on Texas OU. Um, so I don't see a dominant team, like, rising above anybody yet. I, I would agree. I would agree with you. Yeah. We're about to kick off in Waco. Is there an upset brewing in Baton Rouge? Arkansas leads LSU three nothing in the waning moments of the first quarter. Elsewhere around the country, Washington State over Oregon State fourteen to seven. That's a battle between number twenty one and number fourteen. Florida leads Charlotte ten to nothing, and Georgia has jumped out in the lead. Yeah. They uh, lead UAB by a score of seven to nothing. No score with Ohio State and Notre Dame. No score with Iowa and Penn State. Ben, you mentioned Michigan earlier. Michigan over Rutgers today, 31-7. to Florida State over Clemson, 31-24. to Oklahoma, 20-6 to over Cincinnati. Oregon over Colorado, 42-6. to Dion's first loss. Mm-hmm. Utah over UCLA, 14-7. to Alabama over Ole Miss, 24-17. Get this, Duke wins again. Duke over UConn, 41-7. to Miami over Temple, 41-7, to and Tennessee over UTSA by a score of 45-14. to Did you see Sarkeesian's body language in that interview just a second ago? I did not. No. He seemed a little tight. Really? He seemed a little worried, and that bothered me. Well, you know, uh, there's a lot of pressure on Steve Arino because people are already making reservations to either Los Angeles or New Orleans, it seems like, and people expect Texas to be in the Big 12 championship game. For sure. Look at those Baylor fans. They've sold out Baylor Stadium again with Drake McLean Stadium. So, again, I hate to say this again, Ben. Yeah. Baylor at night. Don't do it. In Waco. I just yeah. said it. I'm sorry. I just said it. Cat can't, yeah, cat's out of the bag. But that's what, they, that's what Steve Sarkeesian, he knew this going into the season. When they decided to go to the SEC, he knew what was coming. There is going to be a lot of bitterness. There's right. going to be a lot of hatred. There is going to be a lot of we want the last laugh. We saw that with Texas A&M. Texas got the last laugh. The Aggies yeah. have been boiling over that for 12 years now. Yeah. And Steve Sarkeesian knows that Baylor, that Kansas, that Tech, 
oh, that, yeah. that, that TCU. They're going to want oh, they're yeah. going to want a little bit of that medicine. They want a piece of Texas. They want a piece of Texas. Yeah. So, Maybe the refs too. <laughs> honestly, the referees too. So this is that, that it's it's life. That it is what it is. They, Steve Sarkeesian knows it'll be an uphill battle whether you're a a one point favorite or a forty point favorite. No matter what, there's no gimmies in the Big Twelve this season. We're yeah, un- we're un- we're underway in Waco. Longhorns kicked off the Baylor Bears that went through the end zone. So Baylor is going to scrimmage on the twenty five yard line as we get started here. Texas and Baylor uh, in Waco at Drake McLean Stadium. The last dance. We need to take a break. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio live from Dirty Martins. Our show proudly brought to you by Dirties here on Guadalupe, your place to watch all the college football action tonight and NFL action tomorrow. Howery, Breen, and Herman, attorneys at law. Thank you, Randy Howery and crew. Plains Capital Bank. Thanks, Paul Hollyback and Plains Capital Bank. Covert and Bastrop, Rocks and the guys were closed today, open tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road for all your Longhorn gear. Pokey Joe's Barbecue, make it Pokey Joe's tonight with Great Texas Barbecue. S&B Amusements, pinball machine, jukeboxes, they have it all at S&B Amusements. And by Delaware Subs, no baloney mm. there tomorrow, Mm-mm. two for one cheesesteaks all mm. day long. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man, that's what I'm talking about, too. We will return to Dirty Martin's Place right after this on the End Zone Club on KLBJ. This is ZZ Top. Uh, they are frequent people to come to Dirty Martin's Place. There's a picture of... Billy Gibbons right out in front. Billy comes during the week. So does Lyle Lovett. So does Earl Campbell. So does Walt Makovorsky. Matter of fact, Walt Makovorsky and I came here after a certain Texas-USC game when the Longhorns won, and (laughs) a certain Walt had to buy a big lunch that day. Remember that? You know, I had had a big ego for that game, (laughs) and it was crushed. Yeah. But, you know, hey, I'm so excited about the rivalry and the games are have been great. In 2005, even though SC lost, that was the best college game in history. It, it was. It was a, the greatest game we ever saw. Ben. Well, yeah, ben. as we're watching the Horns take over the ball, uh, 12 minutes uh, left here in the first quarter. First play from Quinn Uris is a pass down to the right to uh, to Xavier Worthy. They lose four yards. Walt, I want to ask you about that. You mentioned the rivalry, yeah. Texas-USC. The rivalry, which I don't think anybody saw coming, Back in 2005, when Texas played USC in the national championship, nobody knew what was coming ahead. And for some reason, there's only been three matchups since that. But since they're since big, 2005, they're big. But that has become a somewhat of a rivalry. I know, and and what I love about it is that it snuck up on me. I, you know, I smartened up and I married a Longhorn, uh, so I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. But that was a great game. Yeah. And the matchup back in LA, we won. We come back here, we yeah. lose. Yeah. Um, I hope somehow it's still in the conversation yeah. with realignment. Okay, and with that, you know, USC joining uh, Big Ten next year. Who do you foresee becoming USC's? Uh, you know, cause with Texas, you know, Oklahoma State weirdly became a rival. Yeah, and yeah. Who do you yeah. see? Who is with the USC's Big Ten? rival in the? Uh, who's going to be? The, who's going to be the Big Ten? Big, yeah. yeah, in the Big Ten next I, year. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like the travel. I don't like how far away everything is. I don't know. Yeah. You never know who will appear at Dirty Martin's Place to watch Longhorn football. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Don Pryor of KLBJ Radio. Hello, Don boy. How are you? It's so good to see you. Good to see you, friend. You're retired. What is this retired stuff? I this never... is this is the retired stuff. This I is can, retired. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I can do this kind of thing whenever I want. Ed. You can. You're retired. <laughs> Say hello to Walt McAvoy. Hey, hey, you know, hey, good to oh, see good you. Good to see you. And you know Ben Hello, Clement, Don. Don. How are you? What's going on? That's uh, a very familiar fi- voice. Oh, yeah. The Longhorns and oh, Baylor. Yeah. I know you've been to many of these Longhorn Baylor games with your dad, your brother sure. Paul, and your brother Dane. Uh I, for one, I kind of hate to see this rivalry ending there, Kimo Sabi. It's sad. It, it really is. It's it's hard to hard to believe. And uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping that this is uh, that 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 this is not the one that's going to yeah. bring us back to what we <laughs> thought might be reality. So. Hey, Don, we, we we were talking about this segment one. Big Twelve games. Who are you going to miss the most? Yeah. Who are you going to miss the most? Baylor. Baylor, TCU, Texas State, of course. Well, like, no, we no. get O&M next year. Right now. Right now. You know, the, the Big 12 Conference right now. Who are you going to miss the most? TCU, Baylor, Tech, Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Thank oh. you. I'm, me too. Yeah. Me too. I'm going to miss yeah. these games. Yeah. you got to remember, Ed, uh, I didn't do the sports show. I know you did. Yeah. I know. I, but you, you're a sports <laughs> you're. You're you're a sports guy. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the atmosphere, and uh, I can I can wear the right shirts. You're wearing and, the right yeah. shirt. And what are you and enjoying? Are you enjoying uh, retired life? I love it. Do you really? Oh yeah. You bum. This yeah. whole concept <laughs> of uh, of waking up when you've had enough sleep uh-huh. is just an amazing. <laughs> you 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 wake up because you got enough sleep to be able to do that. I was sleepy for 20 years. So I, I felt the same way. I know. Of I course. was sleepy and I was mad. I worked for Sam Cox for twenty years. Yeah, sleepy exactly. And mad. Exactly. Yeah. You had yeah. to lose sleep for that. <laughs> yeah, but you still. We still hear you with Wendy Bar Beef. We do Wendy Bar Beef. WendyBarBeef.com. And what's what? What's that Mexican food place on Lamar? Oh gosh, what is it? Matzo Rancho, twenty six thirteen South Lamar. Oh. Always good. <laughs> okay, go eat your burger and uh, thank good you. Good to hey, see you. Hey, good to see you, buddy. Yeah. Have you heard the news from the station? We got hacked last week. The I know. Russians. I haven't been able to get on email or anything. Yeah, the so. Russians got us. Yeah. Damn, Russians. I didn't think I'd take it that far, buddy. It was just yeah. a, it was a quick little. You know. I'll, I'll just leave it with this. Damn Russians. Damn Russians. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Bye bye. Good to see you. Uh, Don Pryor, the great Don Pryor, formerly of the morning show, Todd and Don. Of oh, course, yeah. the prior legacy at our radio All station. All of our Russian fans are furious right oh, now. Oh, the Russians are furious. Damn it, Don. The Russians are furious. I mean, oh. going back to that question, I have to say probably Michigan. Yeah. Because we've seen them in the Rose Bowl. Those have been some good battles. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Well, you know, you, you think about USC is coming in as the dominant Pac-12 program, joining the Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. The big teams are going to match up. Sure. And, and those will be primetime games for us. Oh, I'm yeah. glad to see Texas back in primetime. I'm curious to see if the uh, Texas OU game is going to be primetime. Well, it won't be primetime, Walt, because I'm a Texas guy. I've been here all my life. You've been here a long time. They'll never put that at 6 o'clock because it's a tough neighborhood. Let's be real honest. It's a tough neighborhood. Plus, Texas and OU fans drink so much. That would be carnage going back to Norman and going back to Beer at 7 a.m. is not too bad. Beer at 7 a.m. is not too bad. Real quick, one more question on this, Walt, because we got you here. You're a USC guy. I don't know if this is a stupid question, but how do you think the Trojans are going to do playing if there's snow on the ground? When it's really cold, See, that's you're, you're going to go to Michigan. I mentioned the travel. That that, that really bothers me because I think we're a little soft when it comes to the weather. Wow. Because when we, when we deal with um, Notre Dame, 
those those snow games always scare me because mm-hmm. we don't really perform that well. It's always a sloshy, slow mess. And there could be a few of them <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> There's going to be a could lot be of, a few of them. <laughs> We're going to have to figure that out. You're seeing the last year of Caleb Williams, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. You know, it's it's interesting to see what happened next year. Arizona is tanking. Yeah. I keep hearing maybe Arizona, they're going to get Caleb, and maybe they'll make a run for your head coach, Lincoln Riley. No. No, no? way. I see will pay him too much money to stay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NIL, good thing or bad thing for college football? I don't like it. I think it's, it's used to the Texas and the USC's and the OU's and the sure. big money schools. Yeah. I, f- I think it needs to have a – a throttle. I think it needs to be throttled down and somehow yep. capped. Yeah. Because right now I feel like it's just a Wild West out of control thing. And I think it needs some control. I never really liked the NCAA on how they treated Reggie Bush. I mean, look at um, Johnny Football. The stuff he did compared to Reggie, and that was Reggie's parents and the agent. It wasn't even, he wasn't signing footballs in a yeah. Miami hotel making it rain. Right. So <laughs> I. I I don't know. It needs to be capped. They, they need to figure out a way where the players can profit off their name without completely affecting the landscape of college yeah. football, yeah. which they've done a horrible job of right now. They, they yeah. have it. It's amazing. You look at any roster, you see, wow, that guy played at Maryland last year. That guy yeah. played at LSU. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's, it's some, something well, unfortunately, has to happen. It's the transfer portal plus NIL. The quarterback for Rice. Storm. Oh, yeah. He was a former USC quarterback. Yeah. yeah. He played at Texas. He played against Texas, what, four times? Yeah, yeah. fourth time. Yeah. Third different team. <laughs> it is a perfect storm. Something's got to change. I agree yeah. with you. Ben, what's happening? Gabe yeah, Baylor's got the ball back. Texas uh, kicked, and they kicked it deep in the yep. Baylor territory, but the Bears have the ball back. We're at 8.55 in the first quarter. No score. Dave yep. Aranda, Baylor Bears, looking for this big upset. The line went to 17 right before the game, yep. which means the Las Vegas Wise guys had a lot of people betting on the Longhorns. Baylor's got the ball. They scrimmage from the Longhorns' 27-yard line as the Longhorns had a nice defensive stop the, the first series, and they do it again. They stop uh, uh, yep. something go right right down the gut. Walt Lemon, quickly, what's going on? Anything new over at uh, KI? which we see you every night at 6 and 10. A lot going on. We're working on a a podcast about a big murder in Austin that happened in uh, 2000. Thanks Uh, for that pleasant news there. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, hey. How much time we have? Five minutes, Um, damn it. So, you know, we got through the Paxton thing. Uh, Now we're going to a special session. That's going to be busy. And a presidential election year. So I'm employed at least for another year. Good. <laughs> Me and you both, knock on wood, knock on wood. Yeah. Uh, predictions for the final four in college football. I think the Longhorns have a good shot at making it. Your team wins out. That's a good shot. I like Michigan, and you got to throw in a Georgia probably. Your thoughts? I, I'm i really excited because I think USC can get there. I, Texas should have no problem running the table, even though every game is going to be nerve-wracking. They look so stacked and packed. I think they're going to do well. Georgia, you can't discount them because they're hungry to get back. Um, I don't know. I think, is Alabama out? Yes. Uh, they've got yeah. one loss, and I don't think they're out yet. There was a big hurdle today. They got over, but I think they got to run the table to get into hmm. the Final Four. Ben, yeah. you're kind they of will, They your... will be out. Yeah. They will be out. They're Who do you play. like? Uh, I, I will be biased. I'm going to go Texas. I'm not saying, not because you're here, but I'm saying 
Texas, USC, Florida State, Georgia. Florida State. Wow. Yeah. Florida State. Yeah. And Florida mm-hmm. State That's my was, final four. Florida State was very impressive today. Uh, a few scores before we leave you. Georgia leads UAB 7-0. Washington State all over Oregon State 21-7. No score between Ohio State and Notre Dame. Iowa and Penn State. Your team plays. What time do your team play tonight, Walt? Uh, 9.30. 9.30 at Tempe, favored by 34 points, are the USC Trojans. 45-10. 45-10. And time marches on. Who do you all have next week? Yeah, you know what you have next week? Oh, you got Colorado next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a, Going uh, to Colorado. At, at Colorado. With a diminished Colorado team who got blasted today. Will Caleb Williams go back-to-back, Heisman? I don't think so. I think he has the ability to do it, but... The numbers he's putting up right now, though... Our husband numbers. Yeah, but our, our first few games weren't that tough. Mm-hmm. I hope so, but I just think, I don't know. I don't I don't think so. Hey, uh, thank you for being with us, Walt. We really had a good time. Thank you. I think, okay. Thank you. Texas and Baylor on television. Ben, thanks a million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he talked about the Cowboys. Cowboys should roll tomorrow. Yes, they should, even though Trayvon Diggs, God bless his heart, out for the year. Cowboys will bounce back. They got the best defense in the NFL. They will, they will slaughter tomorrow. Thank Garrett back of the station. Thank you, Walt. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Kim. Everybody here at Dirty Martins. We'll see you next week on the End Zone Club after Texas and the Kansas Jayhawks on KLBJ. So long, everybody.